Welcome to the Mega Man's podcast with your host, Stephen Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. This will be episode 113. Right now, I'm in the city of Long Beach at Pigsby Nose at my favorite brewery, one of my top five favorite breweries, uh, Liberations uh, Brewery. <laughs> Got my boy Dan over there. Shouts to Dan. Shouts to Eric for letting us do the podcast over here. Today's guest, I have a legend, a stand-up comedian. Uh, he was on tour with Fluffy. He has one of the best podcasts, probably number one podcast I love listening to. Sorry, no father, no problem. But I've been following him for a while, ever since I heard him on the George Perez stories. I have, he's from the area of Wilmington, California, Harbor City, my hometown, which I still represent in the bottom of my heart. The man, the legend himself, Martin, oh yeah, I forgot, Mr. Guru, Martin Moreno. What's Bro, up? that's a hell of a fucking intro, Mega Man. Thank you very much. I'm flattered. Oh, yeah, Dude, man. Dude, what the fuck? That was uh, that was that was very nice. That was very generous of you. Thank you. Thank you, you so much. Gracias. And uh, I just want to say, everyone, hashtag Team No Sleep. Um, I only got one hour of sleep today because I got off work at seven thirty. Wow. And I had to do take care of the baby and everything. And right now, my main focus is the guests, and that's why. I wanted to have Martin on, so I'm ready. Can I tell you, Mega Man, that's why I'm here, because I respect your grind, I respect your hustle. The fact that you only got one hour of sleep, a lot of people would have like said, hey man, can we reschedule, can we do this, can we do that? Mm -hmm. um, to work all night, go to sleep for one hour, get up, and then go podcast at a brewery, uh, that's a lot of balls, so I'll give you props. I, I, you know, your, your hustle, like if there's a lot of dudes with uh, no offense to you. Yes. With uh, with a lot more talent. Yes. That don't have the grind. Yeah. And uh, you have the grind, and so, uh, dude, fucking, that's, I'm, I'm, maybe that's a backhanded compliment. I don't know, and I don't mean it to come off that way, mm -hmm. but uh, there's a lot of respect for your for your grind and your hustle. And I had a. Uh you had Jessica Rosales on mm -hmm. and Beto, and when she said hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work, that to me was like another next level. It's like, you know what? If I'm over here working, he's like, hey, what am I going to do? How am I going to make this podcast better? How am I going to control social media and this? It's like, it's all about hustle, 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 hustle. What a great quote. Jessica Rosales on that? Yes. Wow. On your podcast, okay. on the Yo Yo podcast. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we said we say so many things on that guy that podcast, <laughs> but right. the fact that that resonated, shit, I'm going to uh, remind me to write that down because that's a maybe i should start taking a quote from each fucking guest and making like a little vlog yeah. because there's there's a lot of gems that people say mm -hmm. but hard work uh beats talent when talent doesn't work fuck yeah that's a fucking wise words from that young uh from that young lady and i just want to say you're one of, of many of like with you Felipe, shouts to Beto Duran, George Perez, and a lot so others. Like oh, Beto Duran wanted to make sure that uh, I said hello to you. He said, make sure you tell Mega Man hello and how much I enjoy listening to the Mega Man podcast. Shut up. He said, I wake up every morning and to get motivated, I listen to the Mega Man podcast. Fucking no, he said the Mega Man's podcast. <laughs> Fucking Beto, dude. What am I going to do his, man? It's okay. I know those questions. Carson guy, dude. I'm a Wilmington uh, guy. And I'm being sarcastic, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Beto. Uh, yeah, shout out to Beto Duran. And he's on fucking CBS with Jim Hill. Jim Hill Sports. Yeah, 
It's fantastic. Congratulations to him. Yeah, he's doing it. And I know with Beth, though, and, Albert, and Bender, every little advice that you give me, I'm taking it to the next level. Like, any ideas just to make the podcast better, I'm with it. I'm so with it. you got to have an open mind, but you can't be stubborn and have a big ego like there's other podcasts and all that. It's not me. I, I want to be real. And you can't compare yourself to other podcasts. Oh, no. Uh, no, no, you, no, no. You do your own thing. You find your own lane, and you have, bro. I mean, yeah. li- like I said, uh, I'm not trying to kiss your ass, but no. the fact that you started this uh, first being a fan and then saying, fuck it, I can do this. I did this on and, accident. And then, and then started doing your thing where now... Fucking me and Hooter were talking the other day, and we're like, fucking Mega Man, you know, he's hanging out at breweries, he's getting beer sponsors, he's getting the beer that he likes, because beer isn't cheap these days, and, uh, you know, you got a kid, you got to buy diapers, so if you weren't doing the podcast, how much beer could you be drinking, because, uh, like, you know, let's face it, you like to drink fucking yeah, uh, it's 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 noon. Yeah, it's noon, and we're you know I got a flight right now. <laughs> and you got a pint. Yeah, and uh, you know, and, and the day's just starting. Oh yeah, is, you know, hey, look, and I don't think there's, I don't think, I don't think it's ever too early to have a beer. Mm-hmm. You know, which oh, sounds yeah. crazy, but. You worked all goddamn night. Yeah. You know, this is your nighttime right now. This is my nighttime. So, fuck it. Just because the sun's out doesn't mean you can't enjoy a goddamn cocktail. <laughs> I mean, I got the Pampers, and yesterday I spent 36 bucks on a four cans. Four pack of beer for $36. There you go. You see what I'm saying, bro? But, like, like the level of, of sponsorship that you're getting because you're doing, what, you're doing what you love. You love podcasting. You're getting beer on top of it. Um, that's a win. You're already successful at what you're doing. So, fucking big, 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 big props. Yeah, man. It's all good, man. I'm just, like, beers, it's cool. Sometimes, in a way, I have to give beer away, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I sometimes, once in a while, I told me, hey, Hooter, you want some beers? Fucking first world beer problems over here. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much beer, I have to give it away. Wow. <laughs> it's just too much. I have more beers than groceries. Yeah? <laughs> My kids be like, can I drink this? They no, that's yeah. daddy's. And before you had a girlfriend, you had so much pussy, you had to give it away, huh? Fuck. <laughs> So much. We're gonna edit nice. this out. <laughs> Don't be editing shit no, out. Fucker. No you better, editing. You better leave it in here, raw oh. dog. You better leave it in here just like when you fuck and you don't pull out, Mega Man. And that's what happened. That's what happened when I got my fourth kid. <laughs> we raw dog. Praise God. What a Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be a good Saturday. But Martin, I just want to say, uh, well, I always tell all my guests, how's your day today, man? Fantastic, dude. It's like I said, it's fucking noon and I've got a flight of beers that, that are great. I mean, props to Liberation Brewing. I've got a little bit of a, uh, I already pounded the figure eight. Uh, I, I already uh, tore up the fail safe oatmeal stout. There's some good killers here. Uh, I'm fucking with the Don Juan Temple Saison. Uh-huh. Is that what it is? Yeah. Temple? Yeah, Temple Saison. Mm-hmm. What is a Saison, Mega Man? Kind of Saison, it's it's kind of almost like a mixture of a sour, but kind of more like a pale ale. It's it's pretty good. I like it. Um, I like it. A Saison, if, since you're going to be in San Pedro, there's a brewery out there called Brewery West. Okay. They make the best Saison. They have a beer called Dog Ate My Homework. Dog ate my homework. Yeah. All right, but we're at Liberation Brewing right now, fucker. Don't be giving props to other brewers. Oh yeah. Well, we're all <laughs> no, we're all we're all family over here. Like Liberation, you know where you're at, and Long Beach. We're just killers. Because right now, 
Um, is there like competition and breweries hating on each other or is there like a unity where they all kind of support each other? In Long Beach is a unity. We okay. help each other out. So like let's say like hey I don't have this grain can I go can I get some of yours and you get some of mine. It, we always help each other out. Oh that's awesome. Yeah you got you got Ambitious Ale they're like the monkish mm-hmm. of the Long Beach. You got Liberation you got Dutch Brew House which is Jason right there. You got Trademarks you just a whole bunch. I just heard that um Ballast? Is it Ballast Point? They just got, got so- bought out again. They got bought Chicago. Out. Yeah, they got bought out. And it's like, I guess they had gotten bought out for like a shit ton of money. Now and for- now they've lost money or what the fuck's so going on So I think that? the company, we're just talking about it right now. I think their company just got bought out for $87 million. Not a billion. It was Back then it was constantly out for a billion. But now it's just, they got bought out. Dude. You know? It became it, it was like it was it became like Budweiser, right? Yeah. Now I I wasn't here for the conversation. I was reading this the other day, but I figured I'd ask you since yeah. you. Uh, they, yeah, they got. That's crazy out. that you guys were talking about that because I just read it. Yeah. Uh, a couple of days ago. Yeah, we were shocked. I was shocked, and we don't know what the rumor was going. How did they lose money? Boycotts, a lot of, like the beers weren't good, because oh. when you have a constellation brand, it's like oh you know we don't want to buy certain things and stuff this this cut the cost you know try to save a penny or two and and they the the, the beer the beer the taste wasn't right no more it wasn't good no more and you know they got a bad rep you know they were considered sellouts you know and we don't know what's going to go on with stone brewery too stone i think they like a good stone ipa bro they have good yeah i think they want to sell it so i've been hearing about it's a wow. rumor but we've been talking it's the crap it's a whole everything's changing in San Diego and you can feel it all in the United States Stones and Ballast Point boom 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 those are the those are the ones those are the, those are the ones that crossed over and just became like mainstream main mainstream yeah cuz the Stones is like a because uh you heard a story about Stones right no so Budweiser wanted to buy out uh Stones but it's like uh, you 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 don't have nothing to show for it and you're not going to make it. You're going to close down. The owner had one truck with all his beers. He sold his house and everything, the whole story. And all of a sudden, it's like, you ain't going to make it. So he, from that one truck, he sold all his beers. Now his company is like almost a billion dollars. Now you have Budweiser knocking at the door. It's like, hey, we'll offer you this. And the uh, owner... Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. But with Budweiser's knocking at the door to Stones to buy them. And the Stones owner is like, I know what you guys try to do. You can go fuck yourself. It's like, I'm not going to sell out. No way. I like my company how it is. Because the Stones br- distribution, it, it helps out uh, local breweries to, to distribute their beers everywhere. Dude, but fucking Budweiser tried to jump in with the whole Budweiser uh, Select. Was it, no, which, what's the, the, the craft beer that Bud has? Uh, select. I mean, they got the copper, like the Jim copper. Bean. That's the one, the copper. Oh, I got, I got, I got frowned upon. I got like talking shit like why you a sellout drink i post something on a jim beans yeah because you guys were talking about the podcast we were talking about it and i was like this is their attempt at jumping into the craft beer it's world. good it's good it messed me up did you like it oh it was oh. what's the percentage do you remember 6.1 but okay. the first bear got buzzed listen it's the best budweiser out there oh. and people are gonna hate me for saying this you know i got i got homies because when i was growing up mega man in the 80s yeah yeah there was no bigger beer than budweiser budweiser owned beer of course uh coors was before that but i was too young for coors like in the 70s i think coors was you know the the, and miller was always in the mix those were the three main stays the champagne one huh 
uh, Coors oh. was the champagne beer. Uh, Miller was the highlight. So did they have the Coors Light or just the regular Coors? They just have regular Coors. I like, I like the re- I like the regular Coors. That's, that's so good. That's the banquet beer. Oh, so and good. So, so my dad was, when I was a kid, I remember the first beer cans I ever saw when I was in the United States were Coors. In Mexico, it was obviously Tecate. Tecate, like, you know, Corona was in thick out there. Uh, Corona just had a brilliant marketing campaign. And I want to say it was in the 80s when they came in. And But, dude, back then, people were drinking Jose Cuervo and thinking that it was delicious. And Cuervo's garbage, tequila. I mean, you know, I, I know that they're one of your sponsors and they pay you a lot of money. But I'm just trying to try. You know, it's, it's horrible tequila. Yeah. Um, so it was Coors in the 70s for sure. Then I remember Budweiser just took over, and there was no light. There was no, I saw light when it got invented. I don't even know what year it was, but I was already a grown-ass man, when, and nobody wanted to, like, it was like, ah, fuck that shit. Like, like the hardcore people were like, ah, fuck it, that's bullshit, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I didn't know anything, I didn't know anything about beers other than Budweiser for a big part of my life. I got homies today that still pound Budweiser on the regular which is and dude I got I, I know people there's a guy that owns uh, Hayes Furniture uh, shout out to Richard over Richard Hayes over at the Lakewood Mall this dude Hayes Furniture Hayes okay. Furniture I don't know if you're familiar with Hayes I know Furniture where the, I, I think familiar. if you ever need furniture bro when you move you go there uh, uh, he'll give you free delivery and he won't charge you tax if you pay cash is he a slaughter member um, <laughs> He's actually a metalhead. He's oh. actually an old school metalhead. Oh, head. Up, man. I got some lists on metalheads. Richard, uh, Richard Hayes is fucking uh, big, big shout out. To, since we're in the area, I'll give him a plug yeah, here yeah. Uh, in the lake. You know, you got a lot of listeners from Lakewood by Candlewood, yeah. Bro, Lakewood Mall, uh, Hayes Furniture. The dude is a, 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 a straight up class act. And um, he came over to my house once to deliver some furniture. And I said, hey, would you like a beer? And uh, he goes, yeah, 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 I'd love a beer. And I think I had it wasn't even craft beer. I mean, it was like I mean it was like eight oh fives. Oh, those uh, are good. And uh, oh yeah, I, th- I don't know if that's considered craft or not. Kind of, uh, it's like in the and, middle. And then I think I had some um, the what Magic Hat number nine. Okay. And he's like, oh no 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 no, I don't drink craft beer. I like Miller, Budweiser, and Coors. And I'm like looking at him, and there's a but there's a big, you know, a, a lot of the boomers like the fucking kids say. <laughs> oh, <laughs> people, if you don't know that word boomer, okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna know. Trust me. So a lot of the fucking boomers are that old school that they're like, fuck that shit. That's for pussies. I only drink this real beer. And they're cheating themselves because at the end of the day, no offense to Coors, Budweiser, and Miller, but it's not great beer. It's 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 it's, it's shit beer once you've tasted some good beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some of that beer, it could be non-refrigerated or some of that. And also, it has corn rice. Ugh. Corn rice or corn syrup? Corn syrup and corn rice. Ugh. It's just like, nah, I'm good. I mean... Fucking Roundup! <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's Roundup stuff. I'm telling you, it's conspiracies. But a lot of those beers, I mean, Miller High Life, you know, that's my, my Coors, a regular one. Not the Coors Light. You know, the Budweiser's, they're just, it, they're just taking over the breweries. I don't know if you heard. Well, so Budweiser and all these big corporate companies of these... Uh, like harbor and everything they're trying to monopolize all the craft beer industry to take all the what's my call the beer farms 
to, to take all the, the beer farms they have to, to make the galaxy and all that stuff and everything. And he said, we're going to kill the craft beer game the two to five years. So what do you mean by kill? Like, we're going we're gonna to take over. And so they're going to come to us. So if you want some hops or this, whatever, we're going to give you leftovers. It's like... It sucks. It's, it's it's very scary times. Well, it's like Monsanto with the seeds, you know. Oh yeah. You you, you they they'll sue you if if you're used, you know. And there's I guess there's a lot of like crop like with the winds and things like that. So your crops, if they've been contaminated with their seeds, they can sue you and shut down your whole operation. So farmers are really, you know, they've been through it. It sucks that now that's affecting the beer community. I had no idea. Everything. Well, that's fucking crazy. Oh, let's not talk about the fucking avocados. Corporations, bro. That's fucking Constellation brands oh, boycotting. God damn it! Just to make a just to make a Corona beer, they're taking the Mexicali the the city's water just to make a beer. You know that's what we, that's why I don't drink Coronas and none of that Constellation brands. Ballast Point. Do you Victorious. Like Back in the day, it, it's. That was like my first like Mexican beer I ever had. Really? But, yeah. Oh yeah, wow. my first beer I ever had was uh, Old English. The first beer was Old English. I think for my for me it was Budweiser. It was my dad's tall can. I had just learned how to walk, and I think he had left yeah. his. Can. But seriously, I had just I learned how to walk. He had left his tall can on the uh, uh, you know the little fucking table in the living room. What do you call that fucking table? Whatever oh, yeah. the fuck it is. Dining room, I, like the no, dining not table. Not the dining room. The uh, like a. The fucking table in front of your fucking couch. Okay. Uh, one of those tables, and um, dude, I'm fucking buzz. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I, I remember, I guess I, I grabbed it and I pounded it, and all of a sudden I was falling all over the place. And my parents were like, "What the fuck's wrong with him? He knows how to walk." And then when he went to grab his beer. He realized, oh fuck, he pounded the goddamn tall can. So I was loaded. The first time I got loaded was on Coors, and I was probably, what, how old are you when you learn how to walk? Fucking two? I mean, sometimes before two? I'll take that back. It wasn't old English. I think when I was little, I actually drank rubbing alcohol. Oh, you dumb motherfucker. Uh, well, they left it out with like drinking. I was like Jesus falling down. Christ. Rubbing well, that alcohol. That a lot, Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. It just it runs in the family. Everyone's God. all, everyone's all drinkers. Everyone's all drinkers. Dude, my I had an uncle who was an alcoholic, and he used to drink aqua velva. Oh. Uh, aqua velvet? I think it's aqua velvet. It's oh like some aftershave. The dude was a fucking animal. Uh, I know he had had a stroke, and they came to, the, like, my aunt saw him, and she's like, what the fuck is wrong with him? So she called the paramedics, and the paramedics are like, he's drunk. And she's like, no, there's no alcohol in the house. It's impossible. Uh-huh. He needs to go to the hospital. Yes. They looked under the mattress, and they found, like, fucking 20 aqua velvet fucking aqua uh, velvet. Uh, bottles under his mattress. Oh. This dude was getting loaded on his aftershave, bro. What the fuck? That's, I mean, that's how hardcore that is. So it gets to that level, you know? I always been like, I used to drink liquor, wine, and beer, whatever. But now, I mean, knowing the fact, like back in the day, Mega Man had two DUIs in one week, you know? What the fuck? I had two in like a year and a half. Mine was two in one week. And, I, and I knocked out a cop. Look at yeah, me now. they got me for resisting arrest, which is fucking stupid because yeah. when you're loaded, of course you're gonna resist arrest. Yeah, I just and I just drink nothing but craft beers, no liquor, no more. I just that's not me. When was your two DUIs, dude? 2010. Oh fuck! Yeah, dude, this was way after fucking yeah. people were educated and knew. Yeah, this yeah, is when no Uber. Were in the fucking early 90s when fucking we're still dumb. 
<laughs> the oh. seatbelt law had just gone into effect. <laughs> oh, I remember the seatbelt law. If you get a ticket, you should be like 25 bucks, 28. Now yeah. it's like a lot of money. Of course, yeah. You know, and all that. But with the two DUIs. Oh, 2010, Mega Man? Just for me to get my license, I spent close to no lie about about $21,000. Oh, yeah. It's it's stupid. I, mem- I remember when I fucking had mine, which uh, were in the 90s. You, and when you get the second one, the first one is really a slap in the hand, to be honest, because it's like... You do a 90-day program, uh-huh. um, and and then you have to go to your meetings, and you pay your fines, and wh- whatever. Uh-huh. When you do your second offense, that's an 18-month uh, court-ordered program. Mm-hmm. 18 months, that's like a two-year degree. Ugh, I and spend, if you're disciplined, you'll finish it in two years. I spend so much about it. You know, when they talked about alcohol classes, what they talked about, oh, you have a blackout. But before you have a blackout, they talk about you have a brownout. Which you kind of know you're kind of blacked out, but in a way you still remember what you did before you be, before you get to the black the blackout whatever. I was like, what the fuck? I was tripping out, you know, like fuck. What do I do? And plus, in a way, I didn't have my license. You know, I was taking the bus to work for like three or four fucking years. Yeah, I was riding a bicycle. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Oh. And then I, and then I, and then I just at first you're kind of like doing all the right things and trying to like. Cooperate or, yeah. or try to, to you know follow the the law, but it just gets to the point where you're just you're forced to drive. They're literally forcing you to commit a crime again. You know we, because the public transportation and especially back then in LA was non-existent. So you need a not so much now with Uber and Lyft and and the Metro being what it is, but back in the day in the, in the early 90s you needed a car to, oh, yeah. to, to move yourself from point A to point B mm-hmm. and, and you need a job so of mm-hmm. course you need to get there otherwise how are you going to pay these mm-hmm. ridiculous fines which I'm not hating on the fines because that is the only yeah. deterrent because you could tell a motherfucker hey bro you're going to kill yourself you're going to kill another family and it doesn't affect them you tell them it's going to cost you $15,000 and they're like oh wait 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 a minute and that is it, it's sad that that's the deterrent. The mm-hmm. fact that you could kill yourself or kill somebody, that should be enough to make you think I shouldn't drive drunk. Yeah. You know, and I'm not here to get on a soapbox, but oh, hell no. if you're still fucking driving drunk in 2020, go fuck yourself. You know, dude, catch a lift, catch an Uber, fucking crash where you're at. It's it's not fucking worth it. I had my moments and stuff like that, but in a way now, I don't want to be drinking at night. There's too much cops out at night. You know, I'd rather just be right here drinking in the daytime. So, you know? like I said, fucking, <laughs> you shouldn't be drinking and driving, period, Mega Man. Yeah, I know. Motherfucker. I know. As long as I have something tacos to eat, which is next door and oh, everything. Is that, is that what does it? Yeah, tacos, food, that and everything. You up? The pee and everything, take a shit, whatever. That's no, all I need. bro, you could only get rid of the, the liver processes. 99% of the alcohol. That's the only way it gets out of your system. Anybody that tells you, oh, drink coffee, do this, do this, they're full of shit. 99% of it goes through the liver. Half a percent goes through your sweat, and the other half goes through your breath, I think. So it's your liver has to, and the older you get and the more you feed up your fucking liver, it's not going to process it. That's just goddamn science. I remember I had an alcohol class I had to go to, and the, the night before I was drinking a box of wine, and it, the shit was just coming out my pores. I was like, it smells. I was like, what am I going to do? If they smell me, they're going to kick me out. 
Like, what the fuck do I do? And I was sweating. I took a shower. It just came out of my pores. I couldn't stop it. Dude, how ridiculous are those classes, though? I mean, everybody in there is full of shit. I remember we'd leave the class and go to happy hour. Really? Yeah, dude. It was sad. And I, the same motherfuckers that are just sitting there talking about, well, you know, like the guy's like, so what do you do when, you, uh, when you're craving a beer? What's a good idea instead of a beer? Well, I drink, I drink lemonade. I drink this. Motherfuckers <laughs> are over there ordering shots at happy hour. And I'm like, you cocksucking bitch. What about those AA meetings? Yeah, same. Well, you oh. know, look, there's people in AA that are there because they are there by their choice, their own volition. And props to them. But the ones that get sent there, they're fucking resentful, bro. They don't want to be there. They're just like, I never went. I think I went to my first one. And then I would sign my own goddamn thing. I, I used different pens, different penmanship, and I'd sign my own thing because it's anonymous. It's not like they can check and say who signed this. Yeah, that's true. So I used to sign my own thing. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go to the. A. I'd go to the, the the classes because those are a huevo. But the fucking uh, the AAs, I never went. Yeah. Until man. I really quit. Cause I quit for like ten years. Yeah, you. I heard the story like because yeah. you're like, you you. You were trying to save your liver, you know, like. Well, man, I, I almost have... fucking. I think I, I was in Mexico and we were partying our asses off, and I I was so like, it, it, well, that's a fucking whole other story for another time. <laughs> <laughs> you got hammered going over there, huh? Oh, dude, it was just it was bad, bro. Man, so like with you and I, we live in the same city of Wilmington. Like, I lived on Blend and Ruby Dock Street. Oh shit! Yeah, okay. Right there, my and my my grandpa has a friend house. He still lives there to this day. Blinn and Ruby. I have a homie that lived on Blinn. Uh, yeah. Oh no, Blinn is in Ghost Town. Yes. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a friend that lives on Blinn and O Street, which a little bit more up. Which used yeah, that the legit Ghost Town, which that was where uh, all the crack was in the 1980s. Uh, was in Ghost Town. You're probably too young for that. Oh, I know. But, but uh, oh, yeah. But yeah, dude. Yeah, you have a lot of. I still have a lot of friends that live in Wilmington. My sisters are teachers, and they teach in Wilmington at Gulf Avenue. Uh-huh. I have a homie who teaches at Hawaiian Avenue Elementary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, I just I have a lot of friends that still live out there. I go to Gulf Gulf Avenue every Tuesday. They have a farmers market there. At because Gulf? I think I go because I think next door is Providence. Like a gymnasium. I want to say it's no, right it's there. No, that's not golf. That's not golf. Well, Hawaiian? Maybe Hawaiian. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, Hawaiian. There's a Hawaiian, then there's a Providence of hospital, whatever, like they have. And they have Farmer's Market every Tuesday over there. Oh, yeah. See, I, I haven't been there. I, um, yeah. But, yeah, the, I, I I was just at my homie's uh, uh, mom's birthday. Her, I think it was her 70th or 75th. Uh-huh. And uh, it was, it's over there uh, right off of PCH and Lagoon. Okay. And I, so I, have a, I still have family and friends that are in Wilmington. Is it kind of weird? You go back and kind of reminisce, like look at certain things, like it changed. It used to be this. That's not there. Um, it's definitely changed. I mean, I was there in the... Uh, I was born in 68, Mega Man, so I remember, I don't remember the 60s, obviously, uh, but I do remember the 70s, for sure. Uh, I remember where uh, Thrifty and, uh, I guess it's the corner of Avalon and and, um, Anaheim. Is it Anaheim and Avalon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a poof, it's a El Supra, but they okay. yeah. So there, there used to just be a thrifty there. That was all that was in there, and it was all parking. It was parking all the way to the street. There was nothing there other than a thrifty, and more parking that you could dream of. And uh, 
the, the second thing that came on there was Top Value. And now it's an entire shopping center. Oh, super. Uh, there's a million stores there. There's a yeah. bunch of stuff there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember going there and getting thrifty ice cream. Um, right, it's a Rite Aid now. So we're the Rite Aid. Yeah, is. I know it's there. And so that whole area uh, is completely where the block that I grew up and I grew up on the 800 block of Gulf Avenue. And I remember vacant lots full of grass. So we used to go play army. And now it's like apartment complexes, houses. But there used to still be um, vacant lots when I was growing up. There was uh, a shit ton of those oil things, like the, the little wells where the... The, the thing goes up and the down. The thing goes up and My down. My friend got his head, uh, long time ago, uh, he got his arm cut off. You know, you did like you ride it like yeah. a pony. What? Dude, I got a homie that, well, I don't have a homie, but my, my homie's uncle, uh, before, when he, they were little, they weren't fenced in. They weren't. And uh, he went up there and rode it, and he got his leg caught and lost his entire leg. And, uh, you know, he was way older than us. Yeah. But, you know, he was permanent disability for the rest of his life with no fucking leg. I think because of him is why they, they put those fences around this thing. But, yeah, Wilmington, it's completely different than what... Uh, it's different, but it's the same in a lot of ways. I remember I was riding those one time, and my dad grabbed me and whipped my ass because they used to have one right there where the old Luckies used to be. And yeah. it used to be a first interstate bank. Yep, yep, yep. And I got my ass kicked. Yeah, I remember. I remember that uh, first interstate. I remember Lucky. Uh, <laughs> I remember there was, you know, it was those that the Chinese place, the uh, Chinese food place, was right next door to Lucky. Uh, we used to go get Chinese food from there. Uh huh. Um, dude, there wasn't a whole lot of stuff around there, man. Uh, I used to go to that Chinese place right there on uh, on PCH. If you're on Avalon, you pass a little bit more. There used to be a barbershop called John's Barbershop. Oh, my God. Yes, I remember. Uh, I know. He used to get my barbershop. Right across I used the to... from the library. Yes. No, no, no. No, wait, wait. That's it's on PCH. 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 John's Barbershop. And there's like a Chinese restaurant. Oh, over there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used yeah, to go yeah. over there. and. Uh, oh, that was way later. That was way later. Yeah. And well, we for me anyway. And we used to go under the street. They mm-hmm. used to be downstairs, and they they closed it off. There used to be too much fights and killings in there. Oh yeah, those tunnels. Yes, those tunnels that you could take to cross the street. I got jacked down there one time. Yeah. Uh, uh, oak, oak. Yeah. Um, you okay? One other one. I'll do a uh, figure eight. Fig- yeah, yeah, figure eight. Yeah, yeah. Shouts to Eric and stuff, getting some beers. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> oh, nothing but beers at Liberation. But yeah, the tunnels and stuff. Um, my mom was like, "Don't go in there." You know, it's be pretty bad. Yeah. You know, and everything. But there's just a lot of good times. You know, I used to go to the Banny House and everything. Oh, I used to go ditching there, dude. We used to go fucking ditch, and we used to go take tours of the Banny Mansion. <laughs> yeah, Phineas Banny, uh, which is what Banny High School is named after. Uh-huh. Uh Dude was a, I think he was a general, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I have no fucking idea yeah. what the fuck he was, but. Uh, yeah, dude, it's a, there's a lot of, like, the drum barracks and shit like that. Uh-huh. It's a lot of historical shit in Wilmas, bro. Yeah, a lot of everything. I remember they used, before they made Anaheim, that was all ocean. That was everything. They put more rocks in there to expand into the ports and all that. Yeah. So they used to ride their bikes over there, going a little bit further to, like, the end of Anaheim Street or whatever. Yeah. And that's where the water going was. Going towards San Pedro. Yeah. Yeah. And everything. There's just, there's so much stories into that, you know, mm-hmm. and everything. Well, the Don Hotel on... Um, oh, yeah. That, that that was like a, uh, I mean, now it's pretty shady there, but, or, or I don't know, I shouldn't say that. I haven't been there in a long time. Yeah. 
when I was uh, uh, when I was still living there, I remember it was really super shady area. Uh, but that place used to be like where fucking all the celebrities and things would stay. You know, was really? the hotel. It was a luxurious hotel, one hundred percent. You know, and then you had Thanks, the. The, the naval uh, the navy station but there was a naval the Long Beach naval shipyard was uh, in Long Beach so people would uh, the, the, the when the sailors would get to uh, dock over there they, they'd go party in Wilmington so there's a bunch of like um, bars over there and Anaheim you got the Foxhole and uh, I forget the name of the other the, but yeah that was all fucking Navy people used to come and hang out over there my dad used to work in the shipyards in San Pedro with the, when the aircraft carriers mm-hmm. they come he would just fix them and but all it's that the stuff. heart of the harbor they used to call it yeah or they still do rather. and I didn't know there was bases over there there, like was, a, there was a naval base in Long Beach right over the bridge huge naval base uh, and that thing didn't close down till I want to say the 90s sometime yeah and maybe the, maybe the 80s sometime but I, I think uh, but yeah that was uh, there was a big giant naval shipyard there I remember and it employed a ton of local people yeah then after that when the Cold War ended then mm-hmm. everyone started okay we're done we don't need to you know you know fix ships or whatsoever and a lot of jobs were lost in yep, San Pedro yep, yep, yep. and all that San Pedro Long Beach the whole the whole fucking enchilada so now but I this place is popping off Mega Man oh yeah they're having events over here There's, it's everything and all and all that and we don't even know what's going on with the Anthony Joshua fight with Lou, uh, Andy Luis oh I know that was in uh, Saudi Arabia yeah it, it will, so it, it happened right now it's probably over yeah it's, it's probably over yeah, yeah, 11.30 a.m. I hope yeah. he won yeah you know I was like I got the zone but I was like you know and have all that checked? I haven't checked yet check for me it, it, it should be on fucking Twitter by now dude. yeah it should be I hope he got hope he won you know because um, Andy Luis weighed about 282 let's see sports Boom, 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 boom. We're, check, oh, we're checking right now, guys. The latest. There's nothing on here. Oh, my God. You go to ESPN, go round by round. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe it's not over, homie. I don't know. Maybe it's an undercard. Because I saw it was like an undercard. So uh, we don't know what time. Yeah, nope. Eight minutes ago, Andy Ruiz is about to cause a madness. So, yeah, it's, it's, still, it's about to happen. Nah, okay. We still got go. time. Yeah, yep. it's all good. Yeah, he's just entering the ring. Oh, okay. Uh, one minute ago, it says Joshua made his entrance into the ring oh, with okay. Bella's song. Okay. Andy I think Ruiz I, Joshua. If, if I think, man, that's going to be, the boxing right now is going to be crazy right now. If Andy Ruiz beats him again... I mean, who's going who's gonna to see with Wilder and, and Tyson Fury? Uh, both fighters are in the ring. This is it. Ruiz, Joshua. Ah, fuck it. What's going on right now, Mega Man? Fuck so yeah. Cheers, cheers and, and, and uh, good luck to Andy. Oh, yeah. Cheers, man. And so living in Wilmington, how was it like living like in the area? Because I know with your mom, we heard the story with your dad, you know. Well, that whole story with your dad was like legend, dude. When you were talking, well, you, you were probably listening to the What's Up Full podcast when I was talking about my dad being a lunatic, yeah, uh, saying I'm gonna go kill myself. My mom being an immigrant, both of them immigrants, but my mom wasn't legal. Uh, so but, we, but your dad had polio. Like the whole my story. dad grew up with polio. That was yeah, like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He That's like traumatizing. Polio. You know what? They left him on the farm like that? They left him out to die, yeah. And then my, uh, my aunt would sneak food into him. Oh. Um, Listen, the dude had a crazy life. 
It wasn't until after he died that I realized just how crazy it was, you know? Um, and just how much he overcame. I always looked at him like, oh, this crazy fuck. But in reality, he was a strong motherfucker, dude. Um, I mean, talk about... He'd always tell me, too, like, he goes, out of all... Because of all the sons that his dad had, um, that we know... Like, sure, he had other ones... Uh, he had a family before my dad's family, uh, but when he said, "Out of all the Morenos from my from our family tree," he goes, "You're the only male left." He goes, "If you don't carry the name, it dies with you." And he goes, "I did my part." This is when we're getting loaded, Mega Man, and I'm a teenager. He goes, "I did my part." He goes, "I had a son." He goes, "It's up to you to keep the name going." And I was like, what the fuck? And I've talked about this on the Yo 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 podcast because. I gotta go back and hear this as one. As soon as I had Hooter, yeah. I had Hooter I'm like, all right, motherfucker. As <laughs> one. You get the baton now. <laughs> I think Hooter was seven. No, I don't know. I think that was why Hooter was in such a rush to have kids. Yeah. You know, because I put fucking that on. Three. <laughs> Dude, yeah, congratulations. Look at you saying fucking three. How many of you have? Seven, Mega Man. Uh, um, uh, but yeah, dude. So when he said he said to me, "You you have to keep it going," I was like, "Oh fuck!" So when I had Hooter, it was like, "Oh shit!" The name at least went one more generation. Now Hooter has two sons, and it's it's so crazy that from this dude, all his brothers, all his older brothers, and things like that that were like stronger and and healthy and all that, none of them had a son. So he was, and the one that was supposed to be left out to die is the one that kept the name fucking going. Wow. And uh, so he had me, and then I have three sisters. Uh, my sister has a daughter. My other sisters don't have kids. So, uh, you know, and I only had Hooter, you know. And then Hooter has, you know, uh, three. Uh, Mateo and Micah are the dudes. And, and so if they ever grow up to have kids... Uh, then they'll be able to keep it fucking keep it keep it moving, yeah. which is fucking crazy, you know. When you think about that. When I see Hooter, well, we would talk about Hooter for a little bit. I know with Hooter, he's having uh, three kids. I'm like, man, it's it's a wild man. You're just everywhere, sports, everything. Having three kids, dude. It's like, and they, you know, and I love my grandkids. Uh, I've said this before. It's like oh, a, yeah. uh, it's like a tornado when they show up because, <laughs> you know, and and we'll be at we'll be at my sister's pad, you know, and you'll be listening, and it sounds like there's ten kids, and it's just the three of them, you know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're they're fucking. It's great. I I love that they're healthy, and I love that they're loud, and I love that they're tornadoes because. You know what's the option? They're fucking. You know they're all fucked up or some shit. You know so, so uh, it's a uh, not to sound cliche, but a blessing. <laughs> I remember when uh, hashtag blessed. <laughs> I remember when I went to Hooter's house when I was over there. We we're drinking and at Hooter's house they had chicken and everything. I passed out. Uh-huh. Mateo hits me in the forehead. Mega Man, can you open this pad for me? Like the iPad, like computer, because there's whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm sitting down. Michaela, everyone was all around me. Hooters, Hooters lady was like, what the heck? They're all watching videos. We're all watching stuff together. I'm like, I have a humongous hangover, dude. <laughs> they're like, but they're, that's just how they are. Yeah, they're cool kids, man. They're I fucking love, cool kids. That's cool. I mean, having Hooter, man, he's a super cool guy, man. Dude, yeah, he... Uh super proud of everything that he's done you know he's he's way more focused 
than I ever. He's way more focused, way more responsible, way more together than I ever dreamed of being uh-huh. at his age. Uh-huh. You know, so you know he's learned through my mistakes, my fuck ups. Uh, hopefully he has, you know. Uh, but he's seen so much, you know. I never sheltered him from anything. He always saw everything, and and uh, you know he saw me fuck up a lot. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, not that anybody ever thought that. Yeah. But uh, you know, we all make a ton of fucking mistakes as as parents, and he he saw them. Unfortunately, he saw uh, 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 way more than more people should. But the reality is that uh, you can't shelter your kids from life. You know, there's parents that that pretend they've never done anything wrong, that pretend they're perfect, that pretend they've, they've always been like this this uh, superhuman walking the earth, you know? And, and uh, it puts this, this false um, belief in their kids that they have to be this perfect human being. And, and then they don't want to fail. They don't want to fail you. They don't want to disappoint you. So then they resort to lying to you about their shortcomings. You know, and when you fail as a human being, nobody's going to be there to catch you more than your parents. You know, they, 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 I mean, look, I know you have a strained relationship with your parents, but, and I don't, so I don't want to make a blanket statement and say all parents, but the majority of parents have their kids' best interest at heart. If anybody's going to try to unfuck your situation, it's going to be your parents. So to try to hide from them, when you are at your uh, lowest is just not what most parents would want. They would want for you to come and say, hey man, I fell in the mud, I need somebody to clean me up. And as a parent, you have that unconditional love, you know. Regardless of what you went through with your parents, if your kids ever came up to you and said, hey dad, I fucking fell on my face and I need some goddamn help, I would imagine that you would be there more than anybody else for them. No you doubt. know what I'm saying? No doubt. So, so, uh, that, and that's the, I think as a parent, there's nothing better than having that relationship with your kids that they know that no matter what, they can come to your ass. No matter what, like the situation with my mom and dad, it's, it's done. So, because it hurts, you know, the, the passport, you know, it's just that they can't admit, like, they kind of put it under the rug, be like, hey, you know what, I messed up as a father, I messed up as a mother, but you know what, let's try to work things out, but there's nothing like that. So, to me, when I had my son Emiliano, uh, I had to cut ties. He's like, you know what, I cannot continue this chapter. I have to close this to start a new chapter. So, now... With my Alex, Gavin, Luna, Emiliano, I'm gonna show them love no matter what. If my mom and dad were didn't do that for me, I'm gonna show my love for them. And so you learn no matter what you learn from your parents, whether it's you learn what to do or what not it's, to do. Exactly. You're still that's your first. Those are your first fucking teachers, whether you like it or not. If your parents are fucking crackheads. You're either gonna learn to be a crackhead or. You're gonna say, I never wanna to touch that shit ever. Yeah. You know, so no matter, regardless of what the fuck you feel for them, they are your first teachers. You know? Yeah. I just feel like with me, um, when my parents neglected and pushed me away where we're not gonna help you and left me and my two boys out in the street, we're homeless, what are we gonna do? We'll have nowhere else to go. 
You know, we're living in bathrooms. We're living in, in cars. We're living in public storages. What are, we're, we're couch surfing. What are we going to do? And so when I got, I was like, okay, I want to figure something out. So I took up money out of my 401k just to get some money so I could put a down payment on an apartment just to just to get us by. And look where I'm at now. Like, I'm, I'm good now. I have a good job. You know, we're well off now. I, I mean, I have my lady now and, and just everything. And now my mom's been like, hey, I want to be back in your life. But in a way, I just, I don't know about that. It's like, you left me out in the streets. You left your grandkids out in the streets. What would you do in that situation? I could never be like that with my kids. Um, I think... Just from being on this planet for the 50 years that I've been here, um, whatever you do, I'm not saying let her back in or don't let her back in, but if you have any resentment or if you have any hate or animosity and shit like that, I would say let it go uh, because it's not gonna it's not gonna help you in any way. Uh-huh. You know, whatever the fuck her reasons were, whatever the fuck her. Wherever she was in her life, like I said, like the shit that my dad did when I was growing up and I was young, I couldn't stand him. I was like, this guy's a piece of shit. He's an asshole. Um, And I it wasn't until later on in life. And when I started like looking at his entire life and the tools that he had and how limited they were. uh, I'm like, God, the guy did the best that he could with what he had. You know, most humans. We expect them to be at the level that we're at or at the mindset that we're at. But what we don't realize is we don't know what their past and their hurts are. And so it's, it's, I'm not saying forgive, but let a lot of shit go. Because, yeah. again, people only work with the tools that they have. Um, and a lot of time, those, that tool chest is really limited. You know, especially when you talk about people that came up in the, you know, and, and, you know, years before. Fuck, growing up in the 80s, bro, like, you know, we, my dad used to give me beer as when I took off in the car. He said, take this for the road before I drove, you know? He didn't know any better. Motherfucker had like 70 UIs, you know? And back then it was just, talk about a slap in the hand, it was nothing. Uh, I, I've seen my dad, I saw my dad get arrested because he he used to drive the bar was literally around the corner from the house you could walk maybe a hundred steps make a right into the alley there was the bar this fuck would take the car he took the car from the bar to the house and got pulled over in front of the house in front of me my mom and all my sisters they put him in the car they put him in the cop car and arrested him um, and he's like, I'm home. And they're like, no, motherfucker, you just drove up. And he was arguing with the cops. You know what I'm saying? But again, his he, he, he raised me as, you know, at least in his head, he probably was like, well, I didn't leave you out in the barn to die, you fuck. At least I kept you in the house. At least yeah. I gave you food. So his perception of parenting was way fucked up from the beginning. I don't know what your mom went through, and I'm not making excuses for her. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, be be a little bit more lenient when you think about what kind of tool chest she had. Because yeah. I know my mom, she got married young when she was 16. There you go. 17. So yeah. at that time, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. My dad, yeah. 
and everything my dad was going to church <laughs> praise god <laughs> were you like an apostolic or ubc or uh, i was fucking hardcore christian bro for real oh yeah i was uh i was born again i used to go to harbor christian center in wilmington california <laughs> uh pastor donnie zell uh now pastor donnie zell senior i guess donnie zell jr is the pastor now yeah i don't guess i know and uh but yeah i went to that that church and you know they somebody witnessed to me there was a lot of dudes that would always talk bible to me and i was that crazy long-haired crazy fuck at banning high and next thing you know i'm in the new life club is it that church across the street on banny on on pch you don't talk about it's on wilmington boulevard okay it's on wilmington boulevard right past pch so if you're heading going to carson yes is it that church and there's a big yellow church Okay. I don't know if it's still yellow. It's still tall. Is it a tall church? That one tall church Big, right there? tall church. It's, it's on R Street and Wilmington Boulevard. Or okay. Q Street. Okay. It's between Q and R on Wilmington Boulevard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went there. Okay. And uh, listen, I had some great times there. I was in the New Life Club. I'm, I'm sorry, I was in the youth group. Uh, I had a Christian girlfriend. Uh, I prayed for Jesus to take away my horniness. <laughs> uh, I was balls deep, brother. I was, I was, I was hardcore evangelical. Satarakata uh, Shanda in my ass off. Shout to Mara Cruz on that right there. But what made you decide to be Christian? I was like, you know what? That's not for me anymore. Um. So. What made me say it's not for me anymore? You know, I stopped going to church, but I never really stopped, Mega Man. I would always go. I'd always keep my foot in. I'd always like be like, you know, um, I'm gonna. I'd, I'd always go to church. Um, I'd always find a church to go to. I I read the Bible from cover to cover a few times. Yeah. And um, I would go, and I'd still defend the religion the the christian religion and uh mixed with a little catholicism you know because i grew up catholic so i would do the sign of the cross every time i'd get on a plane and then and then like it started diminishing like the 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 my uh my church um attendance just started getting lower and lower and then i started traveling and meeting people from around the world who had no religion in their lives you know and then I'm like, well, how in the fuck? And then you start realizing that religion is more of a geographical location. If you're born in in uh, Saudi Arabia, chances are you're going to be a Muslim. Yes. If you're born in Israel, you're going to be a Jew. If you're born in uh, India. Utah, you might be a Mormon. Mormon. <laughs> if you're so so, if you're born in Mexico, chances are you'll be a Catholic. So is this divine intervention? or based on the geography that you're born into. And so that was a big, big realization for me when I started getting exposed to more things. And so, but I would still defend the religion. And then I started reading a lot of history books and started realizing how the religion came to power, how it came to be, and how bloody the, the conquest of the world was you believe in this or we kill you you fuck and that 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 left a really bad taste in 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 me uh but i would still every time i'd get on a plane i would do the sign of the cross and i'd say these prayers you know and um 
one day I was really stoned. We we're flying from uh, like Asia, I think, to the U.S. And I started doing the sign of the cross. And I remember I was I had taken a bunch of edibles. And, I, <laughs> and as I'm doing the sign of the cross, and I uh, I started my little prayer. I heard a voice saying, "What are you doing?" You know, whether it was Jesus or whoever the fuck it was, like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing with your little fucking insurance policy right now? How much of this do you believe and why do you believe it? Uh-huh. And that, that moment, blame it on the drugs, blame it on whatever the fuck it was, made me really analyze shit. And it, it was hard to break from... Dude, anytime I got on a plane, like I said, and I flew a lot, I would, before the plane took off... I would say my prayer, you know, God bless this fucking flight, uh, bless this plane from Hell front no. to back, <laughs> from top to bottom. You're the pilot of this flight, not the pilot. You're the pilot of my life, and I and I, I would repeat this prayer that it wasn't from my heart. It was more from, um, what do you call it, a routine, uh, 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 this thing that I felt like I had to do. Yeah. And that moment, like I said, I don't know where that voice came from. It made me really like question shit and then uh, after that I started calling it flying with Jesus after so many milligrams because I'd get so stoned and I'd hear these revelations from G- you know how Kanye talks to Jesus oh my god or Jesus talks to Kanye uh-huh. he talks to Martine too and so he started <laughs> telling me things and he started pointing out things in the Bible that I needed to look at and I started re-examining my faith uh, my beliefs in faith, and I and I would say to anybody that's that 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 has a spiritual, not so much a spiritual but a religious uh, ideology, to really look at the big picture. When you start looking at the Bible and really reading it, you start. I defended it for a long time. It's hard for me to defend a lot of it now. You know when when when. You either believe all of it or none of it. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to hold on to all of it, then you have to go with the fucking sexism, the racism, the homophobia, um, and everything that comes with that. And I don't, I can't, it's hard for me to defend those things. Yeah, yeah. And it's hard for me to uh, believe in those things. Yeah. And uh, there's more hate than there is love. You know, there's there's a book on Amazon right now that people are protesting because it teaches kids how to summon demons, right? So all these people are like, how are you summoning demons, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, the book of Bible stories where you talk about Lot and Sodom and Gomorrah and Lot gets spared, his wife gets turned into a pillar of salt and then Lot, Lot gets loaded on wine and his wife's and his daughters, and he fucks his daughters, you know? That's, and he's a man of God. You know, you got King David who fucking wanted to fuck Bathsheba and fucking, so he fucking had her husband sent to the front line of the war so that he can fucking, because he had already fucked her and she was pregnant and in order not to fucking, you know, get in trouble, he fucking said, hey, send her husband to the front of the line to get her killed. This is a man after God's own heart. Uh, when when you've got whole the, the, the Sodom and Gomorrah getting destroyed, Mega Man, because of fucking their sin... Um, because there wasn't 10 good people there. Not 10. They couldn't find 10 good people. I'm sure there was a school. You don't think 10 kids are good kids? No. Let's kill the whole fucking town. Doesn't matter. Men, women, and children. 
Uh, there's, there's, there's things that make me just say, what the fuck is this, you know? Abraham, if you love me, you gotta go fucking sacrifice your son. What? What the fuck? It's like, Mega Man, are you my homie? Yeah? You love me? Alright, I need you to kill your son for me. And then the last minute, I throw out a lamb for you to kill. But I just wanted to make sure that you love me. That's not... A, that's not a that's a very dysfunctional relationship it's weird and if we're gonna believe that there's a god if god's making you do all those things i'm gonna question this you know uh so you know we we look at the book of proverbs which completely it's all about warning men to stay away from women because women are just out there to seduce you and fuck you that's all they're trying to do is they're trying to take you down Bitches just trying to take these good Christian men down, Mega Man. <laughs> so uh, there's a lot of things that 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 you know, but we've been conditioned not to question it. Don't ask any questions. Believe it and shut the fuck up. Uh, if you're in a position where you have to believe it and shut the fuck up, that's a really bad position to be in. That's crazy. Woo! That's crazy. Right now, damn man, we're gonna take a little beer break right now. We'll be right back. But damn, we're going deep on this. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> All right, uh, we took a little beer break. Martin, we got a whole bunch of fucking beers. In. We took a piss break, not a beer break. Motherfucker, the beers keep coming. There is no beer break. There is no beer break for Mega Man over here. We got you got your favorite beer right now, huh? Oatmeal Stout. I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's fucking going down pretty good. It's smooth, huh? It's, yeah. It's very clean. That Figure Eight uh, Citra Pale Ale was was really tasty. Yeah. But the this 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 oatmeal stout is really fucking good. The, the one thing I like to look at when you're glass is look on the bottom you don't yeah. see no sediment if there's sediment like eh, but it's very clean okay that's how i like to look at everyone looks at look to the pour and see if it goes down i like to see what's in the bottom and stuff you know sometimes in a way you want to shake it to get that mixture of everything but i like to keep it very clean it's something it's very i like eric he makes very clean beers oh they're fucking fantastic good props to the guys here liberation brewing yeah. liberation brewery it picks me nose all right if you guys are ever in the area come check it out it's a fucking really cool fucking spot it's a little um, packed over here right now and also i know we were talking about uh uh we got a little bit into religion and i, I just want to end on this uh is that whatever the hell it is that you believe um make sure you know what it is you're talking about there's nothing worse than somebody who comes up to me and tells me that they're a christian but they've never read the bible they're just going based on what somebody has told them they're based on going on 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 what somebody says uh unless you've done your research you've done your homework i don't even want to have a conversation you know there's going to be some people that are going to hate on the things that i said yeah uh if i'm happy to have a conversation with anybody yeah regardless of your faith catholicism uh mormonism uh uh judaism uh islam uh but if you've never read the book and understand they cover to cover and you're just going based on what your parents told you they need a bag of dicks uh, yeah. <laughs> like the mandalorian fucking guy says i have spoken <laughs> <laughs> that's martin right now he don't give a fuck that's it. you got me fucking you got me fucking 10 deep right now bro I got 10 With, deep well, not 10, that sounded crazy <laughs> fucking beers <laughs> well i gotta talk about how did you start how did you start doing stand-up what made you decide to do stand-up um i always wanted to do it my whole life and then one day i just you know i i i 
growing up in the hood, um, I never looked at it as something that was attainable. I didn't know what it is that you had to do to do it. I thought you had to go and do like college and acting and just entertainment or whatever the hell it was. I didn't know. I, it, you know, it was. It just seemed like something so unattainable. Um, when I was my whole life, I I, I was fascinated by stand up. Even as a kid, I uh, when the book fair would come to the school, I would get the book on jokes and riddles. I would always try to be funny. I would always try to make people laugh. Um, I was a goofy kid, man. I, I you know, I, I, I never really fit in. And so I used humor as a means to fit in. And, uh, you know, I, I managed to make people laugh. And, and hearing somebody laugh based on something that you said is, is an addicting feeling, you know, uh -huh. whether you're doing stand-up or not. You know, people that, that, that are doing presentations or, or selling you something, they try to inject humor into the presentation. And so I was always fascinated by it. Um, in my early 30s, late 20s, early 30s, I saw this um, extension classes for Harbor College over in Wilmington. And it had a stand-up stand comedy workshop. And I'd been to Harbor College. I got my AA from there. Uh, and it said, you know, those extension classes where you learn how to make tamales or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and they had this thing and it said, uh, stand-up comedy workshop. It's, uh, it was a, a 10 week, I think, or I forget how many weeks it was. And it, the, the culmination was a, you're doing a set at a bar where you're doing five minutes of comedy. And I was like, fuck it, man. And I just, I went, I signed up and I never looked back. Yeah. Um... Harbor College. I remember me and my dad we used to jump the fences, play racquetball over there. I used to play racquetball there. Really? I used to play, yeah, right there, oh, all those, crazy. Right, right there by the track. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We used yeah, to yeah, walk yeah. on the track. Everything. Yeah. Racquetball is fucking. They don't mess around over there. I love racquetball. Yeah. Hey, racquetball yeah. is so good. There, there was a bunch of Mexican dudes that would play with their hand. They wouldn't use a racket. They would use their hand and they play you and say, "Yeah, you can go ahead and use your racket and beat your fucking." Ass. I mean, they learn how to play in prison, obviously, but dude, handball, they'd call it. So it's racquetball, but with your hand, dog. That's a workout. Oh, bro, with your hand? Are you out of your mind? You're working out. Yeah, dude. You're like, hey, you can have the racket, but I'll use my hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and the they, OG and they right there. Kill it. Oh, my God. That's so much story. But when you, so when you got the stand up, <laughs> We gotta talk about Willie Rosetta. <laughs> You're uh, not ready, bro. <laughs> yeah, Willie was one of the, the guys that when I first got into stand-up, Willie, I mean, and look, I, I, to this day, I still give Willie his props. I think Willie is one of the funniest guys to ever touch a microphone. Um, does he have his demons? Of course he does. You know, I'm not here to talk about Willie's demons. He, he can do that on his own. Uh, I'm sure if you invite him on the podcast, he'll come on. He'll be happy to come on. Oh, I'll be nervous. Why? Because Willie, man. Nah, Willie, Willie, he's, you know what's crazy is that there's so many Willie stories. We love and, Willie stories. And, and I'll tell you what, when you don't know Willie, it's almost like a boogeyman story because there's all this like this. Urban this, legends. Yeah, it's all these urban legends. But when you meet Willie, you realize, you know, yeah, I can see the crazy in this motherfucker, but he's no more crazy than everybody else, you know? <laughs> the way how he kicked out fucking Momo when there was a ghost in the house. Get the fuck out of my house. Get the fuck out Bro, of my listen, house. Listen, I've said some crazy shit when I'm loaded too, dude. And I'm not here to... 
defend him. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to trash talk the guy. Yeah. Uh, he's a he's a legend, legend. In, in, and uh, and one of the funniest dudes. Yeah, I met him early on in my uh, comedy career, and yeah, dude. I mean, he talks a lot of shit, and he grew up in that old school. Talk about the tools that you have. You know, he grew up in that time where you fought for everything that you have and. Anything that's given to you, he frowns upon it because it, it, you should fight for it. You should, uh, you should work for it. You know. The episode that when you had Billy Barcena on, mm-hmm. now I know why because of his mother. Yeah. I did not know that. Now it makes sense. His mother was a maniac. You know, uh, somebody has a mother maniac, a father maniac, a Theo maniac. There's a maniac in everybody's life, and when that maniac is the most prominent figure when you're growing up of course it's gonna fucking affect you and uh but yeah i mean listen the dude's gone through a ton of therapy uh he changed bro uh i'm not saying that he's perfect i'm not but but he's constantly working on making himself a better person and you can't hate on that uh it's not gonna happen overnight but the fact that he continues to work on making himself a better person, I respect that, you know, as a human being. Good guy. So, yeah. I mean, he, he tries to be. Yeah, he tries know? to be. Sorry, Nick Era. You know, <laughs> hey, I'm the, there you go. <laughs> I know, but, but, but really, he, he's, I don't know if it's, it's, it's a Netflix, it's still, it's still on Netflix, though. I, I think he still has a special on Netflix. I remember I was watching it and I tagged you on it, mm-hmm. you know, because I was like, Felipe and you, like, but he really is one of the best. He's funny. He's very, he, very funny. Does he still hold the record for the best, uh, like, uh, Saturday Night Live? No, it wasn't Saturday Night Live. No, he no, has with the Johnny most, Carson. Appear- most appearances on The Tonight Show with Tonight. Jay Leno. Was it nine, eight? I don't know. It was at least nine. Maybe it was more. That's a lot. It's a lot of appearances on The Tonight Show. To have that many TV-friendly sets is uh, an accomplishment in and of itself uh-huh. uh, the dude could work in front of you could put him in a corporate gig you could put him in a ruthless bar gig and he's still gonna fucking kill the range that his comedy uh, transcends is fucking tremendous and, and uh, I'll never take that away from him most comedians whether they personally like him or not if they know him they'll tell you He's one of the funniest and one of the hardest working on the craft itself. So, I, listen, I got nothing but props for the man. When I heard you on George Perez on the podcast, knowing for who you are, I was like, oh, this guy's from Wilmington. That the episode with George Perez was like, poof. I didn't know. It's like, now I know who Martinez. But when Felipe invited you on the first time, yeah. oh, my God. I, I benched it. I must have heard it 20 fucking times. Stop. I'm not fucking exaggerating. I, I'm not lying. That's probably one of the best episodes. It was hilarious. Fucking Ivan. The uh-huh. fucking hip breaker. <laughs> How many fucking Viagras that motherfucker had, dude? He took a combo. I think it was uh, fucking Viagra and something else. Not Cialis. It was uh, Levitra. I think it was something like oh, that. And he was God. young, you know, he was still a young man, fucking with a lot of circulation. <laughs> the Simlac Advanced formula? <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah, oh. I had a chick hit me up and ask me for Simlac for her baby. 
I'm like, chick, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> and I used to, back in the day, I used to go to the hop in yeah. Lakewood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there. The speaker chick. I don't know. We I, talked about that. We talked about speaker okay. chick because yeah. I know the owner, I think it was, it was the Righteous Brothers who okay. owned that. Yeah. Listen, and look, I, I'm not trying to get into all those old stories, but, <laughs> but if you go and the first episode, I don't even know which episode it is on What's Up Fool. And big shout out to Felipe Sparside. I've been on his podcast uh, a, a, a few times now. The best. And it's a great time every single time. Um, and, and so thank you to, to Felipe Sparza. <laughs> And to the What's Up Full podcast, uh, go if if you do want to listen to that episode. The fact that you heard it twenty times, uh, that's huge. You know, uh, at that time the Yo 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 podcast had only had three episodes up. Three episodes. We, we were only three episodes deep, and we got on there, and that that uh, that episode on on Felipe's podcast. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll be the first to say is what put us on the map and got us a shit ton of listeners right off the bat. We were very fortunate that he invited us on, and we had just started the podcast, and uh, we, 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 a lot of the people that listened immediately turned into the yo yo yo. Fortunately, our episodes they found them funny and they they stayed. So yeah. you know, super. We'll forever be grateful for that. And I'm 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 I'm, one, I'm like a part of it because I've been hearing it from day one. It's all your episodes now and stuff. I I listen to it. Boom boom. That's the first thing I want to listen. Listen listen listen. I love what you guys talk about. It's a father and son like podcast. It is a father and son, but it's also a you know uh, you know I consider Hooter like my peer almost you know really? in a lot of ways he's more mature than I am in a lot of things <laughs> and he's been that way for a long time. I'm not proud to say that uh, you know I'm I'm a crazy motherfucker you know just by default you know and you know the coincidence about it I at my work we did a sexual harassment online and what topic was a coincidence mom and pop came up what do you mean mom and pop we can't be saying certain things on our on our policies yeah 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 no 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 it's oh. a different world right now oh, when, when it comes to gender yeah oh shit yeah it just changed how i see things you know yeah. it's just everything's changing rapidly right well we can't say this you can't say that i mean we have kids who have a mom and a dad it's, and it's a combination of a mom pop I never heard of that term. Are you a mom pa Mega Man? Or are you just a pa? Oh, I'm a mom pa. Okay, okay, see, there you go. You're part of the solution. You're not part of the problem. It's all that toxic mess. Men are trash, Mega Man. I'm trying to be a good, I'm trying to be a mom, but it's hard, man. It's hard, dude. I'm I'm a dad. Props to moms, dude, and props to single moms. I'll be, you know, uh, for a long time, Hooter's mom did a lot of it on her own, and uh, turned out to be a great fucking kid, you know? I mean, Hooter was raised... It was a combination of my sisters, his mother, his mother's family, my family, and me, and and his stepfather uh, from his mom. So he had so much uh, input into growing up. It wasn't a, a you know talk talk about it takes a village to raise a kid. Hooter was a product of a lot of different influences, and to his credit, he took the best qualities from everybody you know and now uh, applies them to his personal life and raising his kids uh, which is which is fantastic you know nobody's 100% right 
for me to say his mom was 100% right or I was 100% right or my sisters, my mom or anybody was 100% right would be uh, 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 just uh, downright fucking irresponsible. Yeah. But everybody has something that is good. And if you can find the good in all those things and then apply those things, then you're winning. That's awesome, man. I always been a big supporter of the of the Yo 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 podcast, and uh, like for me, I will be forever till the day you guys end it. Whatever, I don't care. I will be in it from the beginning to the end. I love you guys, man. You guys are you guys are like family, man. I gotta say thank you. Um, you were one of the first guys that just stood out. You know, we. Uh, we, we went live on Facebook for a very long time. You were always on the comments. You, we did all those crazy extravaganzas. You know, Beto Duran the other day. Oh, my God. We were talking about Winasso Fest. You know, we just went off on this crazy tangent about first annual Winasso Fest 2020. And you can't have a first annual. And there's this whole thing. And I go, and Hooters like, but there's no Winasso Fest, bro. It's all fake. And he goes, wait a minute. You guys said you were having an extravaganza where you were going to have a baby Jesus and you were going to have communion with weed and your dad was going to be up there being a preacher and that happened. Why am I not going to believe that a goddamn Winasso Fest is going to happen? Uh-huh. So, and you were there. You were there for all those goddamn events, all, those, all that craziness that in retrospect is like, what the fuck was that? But it was a special part where we were just trying to figure out what what it was that we were doing yeah. uh, and it was really a, a, a shit show at the end of the day but when you hear people talk about it it's like it was fun it, it was, was fun. a good goddamn time and those are things that will never happen again oh man. i mean how could they have dude they, 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 they were just so organic and so on the moment and so crazy we had blood of christ wine for crying out loud you know drink it with, drink it with the bread it tastes good <laughs> G. Riley up there handing out communion talking about I just about, saw G. Riley. Di- dip it in the blood dip it in the blood it Man. tastes good I saw G. Riley uh, last uh, was a Wednesday oh, before okay. Thanksgiving he did a, a show with Alpha Robles at the Ice oh House. yes 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 at the Annex fucking good oh G. Riley's funny bro he's, one, he's a funny guy and he looks great 60 60 years old still fucking doing it still kicking ass he's good man yep. he's a good comic yep it's funny. He's a funny and a good guy. So many stories with your parties, even with bumps and bruises. We, we, we don't want to talk about. <laughs> um, Mega Man had a heart attack. But too much for a local scooter. Um, you're a grown ass man, Mega Man. We're not gonna fucking tell you what to do and what not to do. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, listen, for what it was at the time, it was a lot of fun. And listen, thank you for being a supporter from day one. Always. Oh, Thank you for being a um, a fan and and just supporting and and being there and uh, you know to 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 have a podcast and then have people show up to see your shit live yeah. is a huge compliment um, and and so to not just to you but to anybody that showed up to all those events um, the extravaganza the extravaganza the oh. the fucking God knows what other come we had a few ganzas. There was a few fucking Ganzas. Oh, yeah. And each of them were special in their own right. Uh, mm-hmm. But, but uh, again, thank you to, to, to everybody that did show up for those. There's one thing that I learned from comedies and everything. 
like let's say for example, hey Mega Man, I'm gonna offer you two tickets free. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to accept that. I would rather say, you know what, let me pay for it because I want to put money in your pocket. Well, you know, a lot of people don't realize that a lot of these shows is how people pay the bills. You know, um, you see, even like uh, somebody famous, like a uh, uh, in a in a whole other level, where you know they're selling out. The, the Staples Center, you know, you you look at like a Gabriel Iglesias, for instance, you know, he's going to be doing Staples on uh, December 27th, and I know for a fact that people reach out and they're like, hey man, even when I was touring with him, people would reach out and say, hey man, can I get nine tickets? And you're like, are you, what the fuck are you talking about, you know? Each ticket is X amount of money. When you're talking about that much, that many tickets, you're literally pulling that money out of that artist's pocket, you know, uh, by asking for a hookup, you know. And it's okay to hook up people every once in a while, you know, that's 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 fair. But when it's a constant, let me get X number, let me get X number, listen man, this is how people eat, this is how people put food on their table. They're not doing this for the fuck of it, they're doing it because this is how, again, this is how they pay their bills, this is how we, I, I say we pay our bills, you yes. know, so it's, it's uh, again, thank you for supporting because uh, it, 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 it means a lot. I totally agree with like me paying or whatever I can and stuff like that. Maybe in the early stages, like, yeah, well, I'll take it for free, but when you get inside dead of the podcast and knowing getting to know you more i don't see you as a comedian now i see you as one of my good friends so you know like like i remember one time there was a podcast and hooter says i hey, i saw mega man at monkish the weird thing about it is he didn't want to take a picture with me there was an episode about that mm-hmm. and I, I the reason why i don't take pictures though because i don't see him as a comedian i see him as one of my good friends yeah so i don't take pictures that much like i used to because i just see you as just one of my friends it it it, 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 um it's 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 crazy when somebody shows up that much either they become a fucking stalker that's scary or somebody who becomes a friend yeah and uh you're listen you're 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 a good person deep down yeah you know you're flawed of course you know you're not perfect (laughs) but but you, your heart is in the right place. You don't. You're not. Uh, uh, you're not an evil dude. You're not a, a bad guy. You're a good guy deep down, and that that's more important than anything else. I just want to do is just kind of support the people who who got me out of this hole. The reason why is because when the time I was depressed, I just listened to nothing but podcasts. Like when I hear George Perez, Felipe, Martin, and Beto, and so others, you know, I had to get out of the hole because of your episodes because I don't know what I would be if, if it wasn't for you guys. Oh, and it's a big. We, without motherfuckers like you listening, we wouldn't be anywhere either. You know? and that's what I said um, in your podcast, Podcast Save My Life. And, and I, I, I just want to say, Martin, I say thank you. Thank you so much because I don't know why I would be if it wasn't for you guys. Um, well, that, that's, 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 very, uh, that's very personal, that's very, uh, uh, very touching, you know, because all, a lot of times people will say that to us, you know, they'll say that to me and Hooter, like, we, we listen to, you know, El Chur Dad 33, this dude said, hey man, I binged you guys from episode one to current, 
in like a matter of two or three months. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so much nonsense. That went, me and Huda were sitting there talking, like, that's so much nonsense that went into this man's head. And he's like, no, it was entertaining, it was life, it was this. And it, you know, a lot of times you're just talking and you just think you're just, you know, spitting shit out. Uh, but the fact that it resonates with people is really, um, it means a lot, you know, yeah. because we do it and we come from a good place. You know, we're, we're trying to, at the end of the day, we're trying to entertain people with our life, no matter what it is that we're learning, what it is that we were flawed or how we look at something. All we're trying to say is like, this is our experience and here it is. And the fact that it resonates with people means a lot. It really does. We, we appreciate the shit out of it. When you start saying it saved your life, it, it, it then it gets to this where like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, I feel like all we're doing is talking and we're talking nonsense. How do you feel about that when people say that to you? It's, uh, it's weird, know, huh? It's, it is. And it's, it's a little like uh, surreal. You know, I'll be honest with you. A little surreal. It's, yeah. I had I had one incident um, ever. I won't mention that person's name. He's like very uh, anonymous. But he told me when I heard the Mega Man's live, how you went deep. My wife died. My daughter died two years after. I was depressed. I don't know what to do. When you went through all that stuff, it's like during your podcast, it's kind of like wow. I liked it, and I was like, what do I talk? What do I talk about? What do I? I, I don't know. I don't know. It was weird. And to me, it's like... So here's the thing. You do get really personal. Uh, I know that when you went on George Perez stories, you told stories that most people would bury deep in there. Like, you know, like, there's things that you do in life that you don't never want to talk about that you just kind of bury and try to pretend they never happened. You're very transparent. And you just bring those things up and you're like, this is what I did. And I went through this and blah, blah, blah. Yada yada, ABC, you know, and and people are like, oh shit. People always want to hear a story that makes them think, okay, I'm not as fucked up as I thought I was, and, you know. And you know, and and that's the perfect the perfect thing, Felipe. Yeah. That's because when I started my podcast, how am I gonna have people? I don't want to be a fake person. I want to be real. Felipe's real. You're real. George Floyd, everyone's fucking real. I want to be honest. I'd rather be honest than, than to be fake honest with you. 100%. Uh, there's that, that, that old uh, saying, I'd rather fucking hate me for who I am than love me for who I'm not. Yeah. And that's not my quote. That's a, I know. That's a, I know. A, I wish it was. That's a cliche. You know, it's out there. Uh, but, but it's true. You know, there's, there's people who are loved because people perceive them a certain way. And when people really love you, no matter how fucked up and flawed you are, it's, you know, like I said, I put my fucking craziness out there and people still say, fuck yeah, Martine, I, I fucking understand that. I resonate with that. And, yeah. uh, it, it, it means a lot. They're not every, It's not everybody's flavor. You know, everybody's like, hey, this motherfucker's always talking about eating ass and doing this and doing that. And it's like, I don't eat ass once. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, and your eye got swollen. <laughs> <laughs> I got a pink eye one time from a fart. From a fart. <laughs> so, 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 but, but, you know, at the end of the day, no. it's like, uh, all you could do is be you. You could pretend to be somebody else. You could pretend this. The, 
the truth comes out. In the end, the truth fucking comes out. So the more genuine you could be, you know, when Felipe talks about his drug use and yeah, in the past, uh, holy shit, dude, that it's not only is it inspirational to people who are fighting addiction, it also lets you in to see you can go from this to this with hard work. And, and we'll, I'll call back Jessica Rosales, you know, hard work. You have hard work and you have talent, which Felipe has both of those. You're gonna fucking experience success, you know? Yeah. And then and that's pretty deep. And that's what I'm trying to do. Like, hustle, hustle on the podcast. And, and people always tell me, I mean, Mega Man, you're still doing the podcast, but you're not getting paid for it. But I'm having fun. So you're doing what you love, and as long as you're doing what you love, fuck, fuck. everybody always wants that compensation, you know? Yeah. Uh, we interviewed Ezo on the podcast one time, which was a, I thought was a great episode, to, to be honest. One of, I think, yeah, super we, nice. We had two interviews with Ezo. We had, both of them are great. The first one, however, when he told his personal story, and, and he talks about going to college and interning and working for free at the Be Real Studio. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, again, everybody wants that instant compensation and the money in their hands, and a lot of times, uh, it takes it takes dedicating yourself to something for the passion of it versus for the monetary compensation. It's uh, they always ask, "Are you getting paid for it?" Um, what's the long run? I mean, there's certain people that DM me like, "Hey, I'm gonna do a podcast." But I'd be honest with them. This is what you got to do. You got to hustle. You got to do this. No, I want the easy way. It doesn't work like that. Nah, you got to pay. You, 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 you literally have to invest. You pay money to podcast before you make money. And, and look, a lot of times the payment comes in people saying, you saved my life. You did this. You did this. Here's a fucking beer. Um, it, it's not necessarily a financial compensation. We've been so programmed to think that financial compensation equates success. It pays the bills, but it doesn't make you successful, nor does it make you happy. And I think that when people realize that, their priorities change. You know, Alan Watts is a great book, philosopher, and when he would do commencement ceremonies at most colleges. He would say things like, what is it that you want to do? What do you love to do? Well, I like this, I like that, but it doesn't pay. Who gives a fuck? Go do it. Go do it. It, it means more to do what you love than to do something that's going to pay you. There's a lot of miserable fucks collecting a check, doing what they hate. Uh, and there's a lot of satisfied people barely getting by doing what they love. And at the end of the day, you want to... Life is short, man. And and when you're doing what you fucking love, there's nothing beats that. I think about that every day. I think about if I'm going to be doing the podcast, what's my end game? Everyone always talks about what's your end game, Mega Man? What's your end game? I'm going to do it. If it takes me, you never know who's going to be. You never know who's going to be hearing it. Enjoy the ride. Fuck the end game. Enjoy the ride. A lot of times you get to the end game and you're like, okay, now what? The ride is where life is. The ride is the adventure. 
the ride is the process, enjoying the ride. When I first started comedy, people would say, enjoy the ride, enjoy the ride. And now, when I even when I text Gabe, when we go back and forth sometimes, and we talk about those times when we were out there grinding and hustling, man, those were some of the best times of, of my life, you know, and his life as well, you know? And But we, we, we didn't know it at the time, because you're just working towards this final goal, this destination that the real fucking joy comes in the fucking process and in the ride that's the real fucking that, that, that's your life and and if you're not enjoying it then go do something else you fuck so enjoy life so enjoy the ride mega man okay enjoy the fuck out of the ride i'm gonna put that in my memory bank right there because i just want to just have fun and just do the podcast. You gotta pause it because I gotta pee, motherfucker. All right, we're gonna pause right now. We'll be right back. What's up, everyone? Mega Man here. Uh, before we get back to the episode, I just want to talk for just for a couple minutes a little quick summary of what's been uh, going on with Mega Man. Um, I have to say, I've been really, really, really uh, busy uh, from work family um you know um i've been doing um about uh, i've just been doing a lot of episodes uh for the past month one month and a half um i'm doing about 29 to 32 episodes um because from january i think the second or third week of january um i'm gonna be taking a break i'm gonna be on a long vacation but um, people are gonna say, Mega Man, why are you taking a vacation? Well, this is one of the reasons why um, I've been grinding hard. Um, one week I might do eight episodes, next week I might be doing nine or five or six or whatever. Uh, because um, I'm gonna be putting out one episode uh, per week. So if you kind of do the math, that's 32, uh, four episodes uh, times that by what? Uh, eight months that's eight months worth of materials and stuff um i think i kind of i think i reached that that toll where i think i got a little bit burned out and i kind of want to stay home and spend time with the family and uh work work's been kind of crazy lately so um luckily that i'm grinding um traveling to here or there uh you know to uh you know, rack up on my library for the uh, episodes, um, you know, just to be backed up, you know, and, uh, you know, just, you know, so I can enjoy my time in starting for 2020, um, in January all the way until maybe June or July, who knows, but, um, yeah, work's been really, really crazy. Um, the podcast has been going good and that's one of the, also one of the reasons I'll be taking a break because, I will be getting um, a lot of my podcast equipment, uh, spending time with the family, uh, getting stickers and pens and and so on and be going to school um, because, you know, maybe maybe the end of the year of next year or 2021, I will be uh, switching over to YouTube so you can kind of get kind of both. You know, you can listen to the podcast on audio, but also if you want to see 
how the podcast goes down on you know YouTube. You can watch who I have on and stuff like that. And also uh, having a home base. That's one of the main concerns. I need to have a home base where I can invite uh, big time uh, people to come on uh, the Mega Man's podcast. So that's all in the works. Um, I'm just taking it um, step by step. I don't want to overwhelm myself. And uh, yeah, things are going good. Um, you know, just you know, it's kind of good to take a little vacation, you know, and I just want to say, you know, when people say the hardest working man in the podcast game, I love it. I truly, truly love it that because when a lot of you say that, it gets me motivated, gets me hungry. And, and, you know, there's times, guys and ladies, um, there's times I want to quit the podcast. I don't want to do it no more. I get burned out, but I got to keep on going. I got to keep on going. And that's what I do. And and a lot of people, a lot of you don't know is like when I when I do overnight um, working, um, the day before I'm writing my materials down, I'm, um, you know, I'm going to plan things out. Um, there was a time I did four episodes in one, uh, one day and, uh, you know, it, it, it took its toll, but you have to be on that mental game. You got to be on your A game, you know, and stuff like that. Um, when a lot of people say podcast is easy, it's not fucking easy guys. Um, you got to be all in, you can't have one foot in one foot out. Um, and I just want to say, uh, I want to give shout outs to a lot of people um, that came on the podcast, you know, having my ups and downs. I mean, I'm going to be putting out maybe three episodes. Um, I will be doing uh, the Mega Man's Life Part 6. That will be a solo one. And I will do another podcast, a solo one, which I talk talk about what what have Mega Man learned from uh you know, for 2018 and 2019. And, you know, I'm going to be doing another Mega Man's Life Part 7. That's going to be in the works. Um, there's a lot of people that want to come on the podcast. Please be patient. Um, it, it's all about timing. It's all about scheduling. Um, and that's one of the things I need to focus with work until everything gets situated um, with everything and stuff like that. Then I will go back on the grind. But, you know, um, I always been that workaholic where I just want to work, 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 work. And, you know, and it took its toll of not seeing my lady and my son and the kids and stuff like that. And, and you know, and a lot of people gave me advice here and stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm going to take a break. You know, I mean, I do have a life, you know, I mean, um, I do this for fun, guys. Podcast to me is fun. Everyone thinks that you know, are you going to make money from the podcast? You have to be well known. Your numbers have to be well known. I mean, you got to have a million people and all that stuff. But to me, I'm taking my time. It's now um, I have to take that into um, under consideration where uh, for next year, the podcast will be very, very different, guys. Um, it's going to be categories. Um, I'm going to bring, I have a lot of people I'm going to bring on, but like I said, it's all about the timing and the schedule and, you know, working, um, trying to get a home base, um, you know, podcast, getting everything all situated. Once everything is good. Um, there's a lot of podcasters that have a team. I don't have a team, you know, I'm by myself, you know, um, social media, uh, you're traveling, you're getting the guests, you know, uh, the interviews, what you're going to say, what not to say. There's a lot of things that, that goes, uh, behind, um, the Mega Man's podcast. And, uh, just to, uh, 
put a good episode out so that episode can get you through your day. If you're working in an office, driving, vacation, like long drives, you're doing overnights and everything. I want to get through your day, you know, more smooth where it's like, okay, I like Mega Man's got something over here and that's what I'm doing. I'm just doing my best. Um, I'm taking one episode at a time and, uh, you know, good things to come guys. Um, there was a lot of things, um, I have to, I look back on like I was doing wrong and there's little errors. And that's the one thing where a lot of podcasters need to learn. Um, a lot of people think like their podcast is a shit. Well, when you have other ones, you know, they don't like to take, uh, you know, they don't like to, uh, they get, they get kind of sensitive if, if your shit's bad or you should be doing this way and all that. I mean, we're all trying to help each other out. You know, um, there was weaknesses, um, I was doing wrong and, uh, you know, we had a, I think it was, uh, no father, no problem had an episode. We all got together, me, uh, no father, no problem. Uh, dudes from LA's, LA's podcast, Julio. Then we did the 100th episode, and I had a little, uh, you know, sit down with Bear Thug Life at CYC. I think after CYC Beer Fest and stuff, everything changed after that. Um, a lot of things. Um, you know, he gave me advice where there's certain podcasts where if you're going to be sticking to the, the beer game, um, you know, this is what what's going on. Um, and also, um, I just want to say, um, cause I'm going to put this on my, uh, Mega Man's life, uh, part six. Um, a lot of people were kind of iffy, um, with me. Um, I am no longer with, uh, SoCal Servicetos. Um, the reason why, um, I'm way too busy and it's just, it's, it's not the, the club for me, but, um, with all due respect, you know, uh, SoCal Service Settles, man, the Home Brewer Club. I mean, there, there's killers out there and stuff like that. Um, you know, it's just, it's not for me. And, uh, you know, um, it, 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 to be honest, it really goes down um, from the president to everyone else. And, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't feel like I fit in, in that club. Um, my dream was to... Um, be in a club that, you know, it's all family and stuff like that. But, um, it's, it's just something where, um, me being, uh, I love craft beer and me being a podcaster and seeing different types of personalities. Um, I already saw what I saw and, and, you know, one or two people kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, not just trying to say, oh, you know, he's not, you know, there was good things I wanted to do to kind of help out the club and, you know, I think a lot of people are kind of stuck in their old ways, but to me, like I said, um, you know, hats off to them. It's just, it just, it wasn't, um, it wasn't a good fit for Mega Man. Um, I think a lot of people don't know like how podcasts can just change everything, how social media can just change. And I felt like I thought, you know, anyone can join the club, but, um, I wanted to make beers, but also wanted to do whatever I can to help out, uh, with SoCal Servicetos and also SoCal Servicetas. Um, it's just, it, it's just, I know the timing was off and, uh, you know, you just got to move on. And, uh, you know, to me, um, there's big things coming. It's like, um, and also I don't want to lose my, um, my identity. Either you're going to be a home brewer, you're going to do podcasts, you have work, that I have a family it's just too much right now and stuff and um for me it's like I have to if I do home brewing it would be something where it would 
take maybe 30 to 40 percent of my uh, percentage to not spend time with my family. My work will be kind of struggling and the podcast. Um, it just wasn't the right fit. And uh, I will be when I'm when I'm ready, I will. I want to be joined. I want to look for a club that that is like a family. Um, that do have each other's backs and and help each other out and you know and stuff. I just feel like listening to a lot of uh, uh, Chicano podcasts and stuff like that. I mean, uh, we all have to uh, unite, you know. It's just everyone's all like divided or they're too clicky or this or they're they they're cool with you when you're gone. They talk shit. I'm not with that stuff. I don't want to be affiliated with like stuff like that. Um, you know, like the whole thing, you know, crabs in a bucket. When one person does good, we got to pull them back down. It shouldn't be like that. We should be helping each other out. And that's the thing where I'm just going to focus more on my podcast. Homebrewers, uh, to making beers will come down the road, but it's just... You know, I'm just I'm gonna just focus with podcasts. I'm I'm better doing podcasts, and uh, you know I'll be still be doing beer talks and everything, and I'm have different types of people, and uh, you know good things to come, guys. You know it's like it's a lesson learned. You know, just like I said, it wasn't the right time, and uh, you move on, and you know you learn from your experience, and you know just see what's out there, and uh, like I said, I'm still be doing beer talks. Uh, much love to SoCal Settles. There's killers out there. I met I met a lot of cool people and stuff like that. But to me, um, it's just the timing was off. And uh, you know, there's a lot of things I I need to work on um, in my life with me and my podcast and everything. So I'm gonna focus on my podcast uh, uh, for now on. So other than that, guys, um, I love you guys. Uh, shout outs to all the podcasters, Chicano Shuffle, uh, No Father, No Problem, Dudes from LA's Podcast, Ask, Ask the Fellas, uh, man, 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 Let Me Know Pod, uh, Small Town Cali Podcast, um, just, there's a whole, uh, there's a whole different types of a podcast I'm listening, I'm venging, I'm venging, um, right now I'm just like, oh my god, I'm, I don't have a list of everything, but I just want to, you know, show everyone love, uh, uh, bipolar thread, uh, Larry, his wife, um, fat, uh, fat ass podcast, you know, uh, gingerbread, you know, grilling gorilla, um, just, uh, man, there's so much, you know, a lot of people and, uh, you know, Cynthia, I love you. love the kids. Luna, Luna I just want to say, uh, happy birthday. I know I was supposed to go, but just the timing was off. And I just want to, you know, tell you, Luna, that daddy loves you. And I will always love you no matter what. And um, to Gavin and Alex, you know, and and also my my adorable Mr. Still Your Girl, uh, Emiliano. Emilio. And uh, we get ready for next year because uh, uh, Lewis from Preston's Brewery and I will be doing a collab um, next year. Um Big things, you know, do a collab for to make a, a beer for my son Emilio. So uh, we have something, but we're going to wait to see if, uh, you know, what my son likes. And we're just going to go by that. But I think uh, the beer will be called Emilio like and uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's just perfect because um, me, 
uh, Cynthia and I. Um, I've never seen that movie, Knights of the Roxbury. So we're going to have a little theme for that. And we're going to make a uh, present him and, and baptize him. And also make a collab a beer f- uh, for Emilio, Emiliano and stuff. Emilio! Who'd you see? Emilio Estevez, baby. Emilio! So, <laughs> like that. Other than that, guys, uh, just subscribe to the Mega Man's podcast. You know, just rate and review. Uh, I just want to just tell all of you, thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, I love all you guys and ladies and stuff. And and just follow the, the Mega Man's podcast at, on Instagram at and even also my personal page at Mega Man 6980. Other than that, uh, I love you guys. Let's get back to the episode with me and Martin Moreno from the Yo 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 podcast. Late. say that uh i see your notebook and i see your notes you actually like you prepared for this you didn't just say fuck it uh let's just do this the preparation that you put into this is uh you did fucking homework bro yeah um, fucking a like i said uh again to quote uh jesse rosales fucking hard work beats talent all day yeah i'm just taking one episode at a time I don't want to think ahead. I just want to focus on my weaknesses and focus on you. You're my guest on my podcast. It's all about you. It's all about the guestesses. <laughs> <laughs> I know you had to fucking say that shit. Hey, no father, no problem. Don't fucking, don't fucking clown on me on that shit. Hey, I had to work on my punctuation. I didn't have a good teacher back in the day. <laughs> but that's how the it mega is. <laughs> the mega man. But uh, I just want to say... Uh, do you have any last words or any shout-outs before we log off or anything? My shout-out is to you, bro. Oh, man. Uh, my shout-out is to you because um, you are proof that that with with uh, determination, with hard work, uh, you could do whatever the fuck you want. And um, there's a lot of motherfuckers out there that might be hating on your podcast thinking I could do better and they're not they're not doing better they're just sitting there listening and hating and uh, there's a lot of people that might say blah 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 or this and that and I say to those people eat a pig go do it and commit to doing something um, my final words are that that uh, keep doing what you're fucking doing you know your your hard work and your hustle believe it or not inspires me you know, so uh, congratulations to you. Congratulations to your podcast. Uh, best wishes for your for your newborn and your whole entire family. Um, and and keep grinding because you're showing people that um, with hard work you can do whatever the fuck you want. I just want to say thank you so much, Martine. And I know Cynthia wanted to come today, but she said I couldn't because of our son. Now fuck said- Cynthia. <laughs> Mega Man's lady, but she said, uh, I know, I know, I know who Cynthia is, <laughs> I know, but, but, but she, I'll still say it. I know. No, 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 listen, no, not disrespect to Cynthia. I, I would say that about anything. Yeah, I just like to say, fuck, blah, blah, blah. She, she's, she's like, she wanted to come, but she's like, I know Martine is love and everything, and, uh, you know, our mother comes first, motherhood comes first. Hey, listen, man, you do your thing, man. Big, big props on your familia, on, on everything else, dude, and, and keep grinding, dude. Keep grinding and keep, uh, like Beto Duran says, keep living the dream. Living the dream, grumpy old man. <laughs> he's a goddamn gr- boomer. He's a fuck- <laughs> 
Oprah, I don't know what he is. Boomer, whatever, I don't care. But other than that, um, I, like I said, Martin, thank you for coming on the Mega Man's podcast. You know, you have it all these beers. We're having a good time. Thank you. I'm fucked up. <laughs> I'm buzzed. I'm buzzed as fuck right now. No, I'm not that buzzed. Uh, I'm pretty buzzed. Let's go from one to ten. I had a get them. I had I had a flight <laughs> to your two beers. I had two big ones and a flight. <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> you Which I'm not. I'm not mad. I Thank know, you. I Thank you very much. Very hospitable. Hey. Very hospitable of you. Yes. Um, hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a blessing. Oh, yeah. Praise God for these beers. <laughs> Thank you, beer Jesus. Hey, there's more to come with if your chick is going to pick you up. Listen, I'll do it. Once I get going, I'm in, bro. I'm right. in. And, and I'm glad we're cutting it off right now. Yeah. One more beer and, and I'm going to be up here fucking. I'm going to be up here preaching. Woo! Hallelujah. Thank you for having me, Mega Man. No problem, Martin. It was a true fucking pleasure. And uh, the way that you prepared for this is completely impressive. And uh, your your hard work is showing. Keep fucking grinding, bro. Thank you, sir. Um, Nothing below. As always. Subscribe to the Mega Man's podcast. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can find my podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Radio Public, Anchor, Branker, like the whole nine yards. If you can't find my podcast, follow me on the Mega Man's podcast or my personal page at Mega Man 6980. And where can they follow you at? you have any events coming up? Martin Comics. Uh, when's this podcast? Coming next out next week. Uh, shit, where the fuck am I? Uh, we're having a toy drive on the 15th. Uh, I don't know if this will be up before then, but we're having a toy drive with a Spanish comedy show at the Ice House. Bring a toy and get him free. Um, it's going to be myself, Pinchy Peter, John Stites, a few uh, invited guests. Uh, if you like comedy in Spanish, you'll have a blast. And we have a special guest MC, which will be Mirna Velasco. For those of you who know uh, Latino television, she is the love child of La India Maria and Raul Velasco. So she'll be the, the guest MC at the show at the Ice House, December 15th. Bring an unwrapped toy, get in free. Um, other than that, I don't know that it'll be out before any of the other shows that are going on. We got January, February, because you're going to Iowa City. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So for everybody that's listening to Mega Man in Iowa City, I'll be at uh, the First Avenue Club in um, Iowa. Uh, I'm fucked up, Mega Man. <laughs> go to Martin. Go to Martin Comic, on, on, and you can click the link on my bio anywhere on my social media, and you'll find all the shows coming to a city near you. The 20th of December, we're doing an all-Spanish show in Central California. Over series. 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 Fucking whitewashed motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, how old's your mom, Mega Man? Uh. 50? I'll tear her up. Uh, <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Whatever. Then you can call me daddy. <laughs> you say you respect me and Huda's relationship. I could be your poppy, homie. <laughs> hey, I'm cool with that, dude. <laughs> Whatever. I'm cool. My dad was never around anyway. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 stepdad. And said is. I know where that's at because I used to live over there in, in Cerez. I mean, oh, did you really? 
I live in Modesto. Oh, no shit. That's right next door. Yeah, next door. Yeah, so we'll be out there doing a Spanish show on the 20th of December. Uh, other than that, fucking, like I said, martinmoreno.com and uh, my social media, Martin Comic, Martin Comic. Uh, again, dude, thanks for having me. It was Hell a blast. Yeah. Hell yeah. Shout outs to uh, Martin Moreno, Hooter, uh, Grumpy uh, Bethel Duran, Shouts to Cheekies, No Father No Problem, Cynthia, Gavin, Alex, Emiliano, Luna, Daddy Loves You, I'll See You Soon, George Perez Story, George Perez, Felipe, uh, Rodrigo Torres, Yeah Man, Yo, Yeah Man, and who else, who else, uh, Hooter, that uh, Hooter, mm-hmm. oh uh, yeah, uh, uh, what's the Hooter Sports Show? Kurgan Pro with Ooh. Hugo Moreno. Oh, and what's your Spanish podcast? Oh, that's right. I have a Spanish podcast uh, available on all platforms called No Te Asustes. Ooh. Don't get scared. Don't oh, get scared. I'm going to learn how to speak Spanish so I can translate, but my girl's translating all that shit in uh, Spanish to English. Praise God. Other than that, uh, again, last time, uh, Martin Moreno, thank you for coming on the Mega Man's podcast. Number love, dude. Oh, yeah. We're going to get fucked up right now, dude. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> All right. Later, guys. <laughs> <laughs>